0: Victoria's Secret have uh, canceled their fashion show for 2019. Last year, they were low ratings. And uh, here to talk about this and what it means for the brand, Alyssa Freeman is our PR and pop culture media expert. You can hear her on The Oakley Show every Tuesday. Welcome to the show. Hello, Kelly. So does this surprise you that Victoria's Secret decided that, you know, after years of doing this, they've been... Um, performing this Victoria's Secret extravaganza fashion show since 1995, uh, that they are cancelling it.
1: Listen, that's a really long run for any event. You know, normally after three, four, five years, if you have an event, it needs to be freshened up, retooled. Uh, It has to stay with the times. But Victoria's Secret has had this extraordinarily long run of the Angels fashion show, and they've done a great job with it. But there comes a time, and, you know... (laughs) How long has it been since, 1995? Mm. There comes a time when you have to say, is this relevant to our customer anymore? Are people actually buying product from it? Is this costing us too much money for the return on investment? I think they asked themselves all those questions and decided that that was the end of this event.
0: Okay, so it's irrelevant. Why is it irrelevant? Has the customer changed I th- well, the customer is definitely
1: of a different generation right now. I mean, the customer was very young when they first started. They weren't even buying Victoria's Secret products, but they certainly knew of the brand, and they aspired to the brand. You know, young girls could hardly wait till they could go to Victoria's Secret to go get their first bra, and, uh, you know, that was really a thing. But it seems to have lost a lot of relevance with that generation. You know, firstly, the, the, the pieces are expensive for what they are. I always felt that I was overpaying. Um, I usually didn't buy it for myself, but my daughter was all up to it. And, you know, when you have a different generation that's coming up, does the same event necessarily appeal to them? And you really have to re-energize that demographic in order to justify uh, putting on the event in the first place. So this younger demographic, which is now much older and probably in their 20s, you know, they're probably not so into it.
0: It always struck me that the Victoria's Secret fashion show was not aimed at me. Yeah, it felt like it was aimed at men. And the reason why I say this is, you know, watching uh, statuesque uh, supermodels walk down a stage with wings with on no and fat. yeah, with no body and,
1: fat, Kelly. Yeah, yeah
0: no yeah. body fat at all. <laughs> Look at I, I, I'm. Full disclosure, I'm not that big. I'm like a relatively small woman. So that's never really, luckily, I've never had a big issue with anything like that. But I'll tell you this, it doesn't matter what size you are, there is something inside you as a customer where if you're looking at that image all the time, and that's their brand image, those statuesque, beautiful supermodels that most, like they're freaks of nature. Most people do not look like that. They are genetically, they won some sort of lottery if you think that that's what the ideal woman should look like, and we're finding out that's not really what all men and women think is the ideal uh, you know, body shape. But when you would put on these, thi- these things, you'd go into the room and it, even though you're intelligent, uh, you're realistic about who you are, you look in the mirror and you think, oh, well, that's a letdown. Because there's some buildup of hope when you watch those shows that you're going to somehow put on this item and it's going to make you look great and feel great. And it, so I think as a client, it set me up for failure. Well,
1: here's where Victoria's Secret kind of lost the plot. If you look at any new undergarment company that has come out in the last few years, there's NYX, KNIX, very, very successful online uh, undergarment company. Um, You know, there's Kim Kardashian with Skim, you know, just to name a few. There's uh, Spanx, which we all know and love. And even though you're a small woman, Kelly, you have to admit, have you ever pulled on a pair of Spanx? But anyways, I digress. These companies all show women of varying sizes, wearing their product. So it could be a, a skimpy lingerie set and you'll see that, you know, fantastic looking woman. And then in the next image, you'll see a woman of a normal size yeah. also wearing it. So Victoria's Secret has
0: rarely, rarely ever done that. They've always had this, this, this big ideal. And I So who's the client? Busy. Did they forget that the client was really women and did they think it was men?
1: Yes, and I think that they felt that, you know, this was all a fantasy. This was a male fantasy, and it could also be a female fantasy. And I think that they tried to push it more towards the narrative, more towards women in uh, the last few years by sort of showing how the women prepare and their exercise regime and, so-called exercise regime and and you know how much it meant to them and, and to their careers, but they never really showed the real woman, and you know that was a big big mistake from the CEO on down. And you know if you don't believe that there are women of varying sizes that can wear your product, and you don't show women of varying sizes that can wear your product, you you're just out of it. You're not uh, with the current way of thinking because everybody should be able to buy your product, and if you Shunt aside women who don't fulfill that ideal, it's only going to hurt you in the long run. And I really think that that's what's happening with Victoria's Secret right now. I don't think they're moving as much product. I would be surprised if we see them starting to close uh, some stores because they are pretty ubiquitous. But... I, th- I think that the counseling of the uh, fashion show may be the tip of the iceberg.
0: Okay, so do you think they're going to start to change their stores? Because I find them extremely dimly lit. It's almost like you walk in and you feel like you, you should be looking over your shoulder. Something naughty's about to happen. It's like, what? I, I'm going to hold up the ladies in a way that's going to look better in my clothing.
1: Well, remember, I mean, this is supposed to resemble a boudoir where one goes and tries on lingerie and... Um you know, I've tried on the odd, odd thing at Victoria's Secret, but I find that it's just really, really mass market That and... Ugh. I, you know, I, I, from a customer service point of view, they're pretty good, but the product has never been one of my favorites.
0: Just- Look, and I always feel intimidated walking into Victoria's Secret, truth be told, because I feel like if the, if you're not already um, able to not wear their product and be standing up, if you know what I'm getting at, like I feel like yeah. the whole thing is marketed as, at people that have have uh, had breast augmentation. Like they, they literally, you don't even need a bra. You can go out without a bra, but here, here's a bra for you. Well, their visual imagery hasn't changed
1: in the last 20 years. You can go, you can recall going into a Victoria's Secret 10 years ago, and I guarantee you that the store has not changed at all. In uh, last year, it's the exact same store, it's the exact same lighting, exact same, you know, smell. You know, the perfume, the Victoria's Secret perfume that you smell when you walk in. you know, they just haven't morphed at all. And I think they've been resting on the laurels too long and not showing that their product is for every woman. And the fantasy thing, you know, I I think that they've got to um, go back to the drawing board if they want to stay relevant to today's consumer. And can they do it? Of course they can do it. They're big enough. I mean, they probably have deep pockets. And I think that that will take a change. It, It really takes a change of thinking, you know, Companies say they want to change, but I think they give a lot of lip service to that, and they don't really do it. If Victoria's Secret really wants to change, they're going to have to sit down with their ad agency and say, okay, we need to do it, we need to evolve, we need to talk in a more relevant way to our customer, and we need to get more bodies into our stores, bodies of all shapes and sizes. And absolutely, they can do it, but there has to be a willingness from the top down.
0: I appreciate your time, Alyssa. Thanks so much. As always, Kelly. All right, cheers. Alyssa Freeman, PR and pop culture media expert, talking about Victoria's Secret's fashion show being canceled. And I think, you know, they certainly miss the mark on who their client is unless they believe that their client are men. I've got a question for you, fellas, sitting in your cars, Christmas is coming. Does Victoria's Secret know who their customers are? I mean, do men actually go in and buy lingerie for their partner? I... I can't imagine a guy. I feel uncomfortable walking into a Victoria's <laughs> Secret, and I'm not a prude. Look at, I, I, I'm not a prude, but I feel uncomfortable walking into a Victoria's Secret, and I don't know if it's based on like the uh, the brand image, and I don't match up. But I, it also feels like you're doing something wrong because it's dimly lit. I can't imagine a guy feeling comfortable about going into a Victoria's Secret.
2: It was originally created. As uh, in San Francisco by a guy who wanted to create a place where men would feel comfortable going to buy their wives or girlfriends.
0: Have you ever been in there? Yeah,
2: I've been in there. I stopped buying my wife. You're not
0: too nervous about admitting that. Uh, uh, but,
2: I stopped. I used to buy my wife something from there every year Yeah. for Valentine's Day or Christmas, and I stopped.
0: Was it for your wife or was it for you? Because we always think that <laughs> when we get it.
2: No, it's for, it's, it's for both. It's for both. It's for everyone. Okay. What did it say on the tag? <laughs> but Victoria's
0: Secret. Who the heck is Victoria? Yeah.
2: My point was that I stopped buying it because she stopped wearing it. So it's just collecting dust. So I'm not in there anymore. But I feel I only felt awkward when I saw someone else I knew there. Oh. Right, so you're in the store all of a sudden. And Why do you then, feel
0: awkward? You're buying. It's it's all about love.
2: It just it it seems strange. I had no problem talking to the associates or anything. Was like it because that. you
0: were yelling? I'm a large, not a maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh hi Keith, how are you?
2: <laughs> but the the alternative or some of these other not places. not that there's anything
0: wrong with that.
2: <laughs> well, the alternative is some of these other places like Airy makes a great product. Yeah. And uh, truth is that told, how
0: you pronounce that?
2: Yeah, I used to I A
0: I R E. When I worked
2: for American Eagle there. Are a subsidiary of American Eagle, and we would open up some airy stores around uh, the city when it first launched. And I think they do a great job of inviting women in, but they to me, I don't want to go in there because I feel like it's for a younger girl and I feel like a real creep being in
0: there. I don't feel I don't think men feel comfortable buying a lady's lingerie. Am I wrong? 416 870 6400 star 640 on your cell phone. Fellas, do you feel comfortable walking into these lingerie stores and picking out something special for your partner? I feel like it's a like get in, talk to the lady, get in, get out as quick as you can. Because it's an uncomfortable situation. And if it's uncomfortable for guys it's really, it. it's super uncomfortable for us because we feel like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. How about this? It's a t-shirt bra again. <laughs> I know, I don't, I. it's weird. It's a weird experience. Is it just me? Hey, Adam, welcome to the show.
3: Hi. So, no, I never, I was never uncomfortable in there because I have sisters, but I think the trouble for Victoria's Secrets is they aged out. They're, they're, main target was 20 year old girls and, you know teenagers to, to 25 and that demographic has gotten older and they've moved away from their product
0: well not only moved away we like your body changes a little bit and you right. want and you want to be represented
3: yeah no that's what i mean and yeah that, 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 you know you'll have you have the completely flat stomach when you're 16 that's not so much when you're you know, 35.
0: Right. And the irony is you probably feel sexier in your 40s than you ever did in your 20s when you were rocking that hard bod. Why? Because you you get it. Finally get it. You finally feel comfortable. And wouldn't it be nice if uh, you were represented, you know, in the store that you go into and you felt comfortable about buying something pretty? Probably.
3: I, I That I don't. That part I don't know. All right. i am
0: a guy i mean oh no hey you you would know if if your partner was you know i don't know you kind of know your partner you understand hey drew welcome to the show
3: Uh, thank you kelly i i've been in there many times buying things for my wife victoria's secret i even bought her a couple purses from pink which is i think beside it or something Mm -hmm. Uh, i have no problem in there i take my time in there i have the the woman who works there helped me out the only tricky part is the size getting the size right because i'm not exactly sure my wife's size i just say she kind of looks like this she's kind of small here and there
0: do you are how uncomfortable is it because i i think like i've had when i've worked in clothing stores before men go look me literally up and down i'm not insulted by it and they've said yeah she's about your size or maybe a couple of sizes bigger on the bottom
3: I that's exactly what I do, and I don't feel uncomfortable about about it. Maybe she might feel a little uncomfortable, but I figure that happens to her a lot. I do it, I do that all the time. She's like your size, but a little smaller here and there. It's the only point of reference I have.
0: I know, and the thing is, and the crazy thing is, Drew, you have to know how your size, it has to be right to fit in the lingerie. So it's kind of funny that people expect men to buy them something like that unless they hand them the sizes because the reality is most of us are wearing the wrong size. It's too small in the cup. Hey, Casey, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, Kelly, I love your show. I appreciate it. it. Uh, I'll I'll be as brief as possible. I was opening up a sex shop, uh, say... 12 years ago and I did a lot of research in Toronto men go to the sex shops because they have large lingerie departments and I asked the staff I said what is the average invoice that you do and she says it could be in the thousands guys pull up and they want that in every color that we have it in I said you got to be kidding me yeah she said men buy women lingerie all the time
0: but it happens in the sex shops. And why in the sex shops? Is it because it, it's lit better? They're not going to bump into, uh, you know, somebody they know? Why are they doing that?
3: I think you're right. It's more secluded. Least this these shops that I visited was on Queen Street, this particular shop. And by the way, all the sex shops, are 9 out of 10 of them are owned by women. Of course. They opened up the business. And in less than five years, they had purchased the building.
0: Wow. Holy so, moly. me
3: away. Like you know yeah. the one at Bathurst and Queen where the models model out in front of the window?
0: Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that one, yeah.
3: She owns that entire building and she put 10 apartments up in the top floor. Wow. I mean, so
0: there's there's huge dollars in lingerie. Sex doesn't only sell it, it also buys real estate. I appreciate the call, Casey. Thanks so much. Uh Troy says he has no problems uh going into uh buy lingerie. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe men don't have a problem with lingerie. Maybe it's just me.
2: I prude out more around a sex shop than I would around a, a Victoria's Secret. See,
0: I would have no problem holding my head and walking into a sex shop. A Victoria's Secret, I'm like, who's looking?
2: <laughs> it's in the mall. Isn't that weird? That's weird.